When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Kogan Money Credit Card, packed full of value with rewards and no annual fees. Summer Breakfast. Welcome back to Summer Breakfast. Julian DeStoop and Simon O'Donnell with you. Despite uh, some concerns with the weather, Australia is still in a really strong position after day two of the third test. Against South Africa, they begin today at four for 475. Usman Kowacha not out, 195, searching for his maiden double century at test level. Our former test opener, Phil Jakes, has been a big part of the commentary team uh, for this third test, and he joins us this morning. Morning, Phil. Morning, Julian. Morning, Simon. Great to chat to you. What are you expecting from the Australians uh, today? We're just having a chat about it before the break. Obviously, they want to get Usman to his double century, but how long do you think they'll bat for today? Yeah, really interesting one. It, it is. We're under grey skies here at the moment. It's been raining most of the evening in Sydney, um, and it looks like there's a little bit of rain sort of developing off the coast as well. So, I reckon it'll depend on how how much rain they actually we actually get in the morning. Um, you know, like I mean, there's there's individual uh, milestones. Obviously, Usman five, only five runs away from a double hundred, his first one. Um, it would be really rough on him to declare, but. You know, depending on how much time they lose today, um, there's going to be some real real discussions in the change room, I reckon. Phil, does it help we're 2-0 up in the Usman decision-making process? Yeah, I think it probably does. Um, but in saying that, I know, I know having spent a bit of time in the change room in the Australian team, they, they, you know, they, they're all about the team and they're all about winning. Um, we've got the Test Championship to think about. Um, I think it's a really interesting decision that they've got to have that, that Andrew McDonald and the Brains Trust have to make in that change room. Steve Smith's comments uh, after the match uh, yesterday, Phil, uh, where he said, you know, he's not sure how long he's going to play for. He's not sure whether he. I mean, it probably sounded a little bit more dramatic in print than it did uh, when you heard it. But you know, whether this he plays in Australia again in a Test series, but did that did that sort of surprise you? Those comments from Steve. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Steve's just taking uh, taking things one tour at a time. I think he's really enjoying his cricket still. He feels he feels like he he's still enjoying it and 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 still trying to get better as a cricketer. Which I think while ever that hunger's still there for Steve, I think he'll keep playing. Um, I think as soon as that light goes out and he feels like he's just going through the motions, I think he'll he'll find something better to do. Um, I really do. Um, I think he's the, the sort of guy that is extremely driven. Um, and loves the challenge of getting better as a batsman and as a cricketer, and I think um, you know he needs that spark and that that challenge to keep um, performing at the level he has for for so many years. As you said, he you know 30, 30 hundreds now uh, past Matthew Hayden and Matthew and um, and and Michael Clark on the run scoring list fourth all time, um, past the great Don Bradman for hundreds. Like he, he is a true great of this game, um, you know, and you don't become a great of the game by going through the motions and I think Steve's really aware of that and he and he wants to finish um at, at a time where he knows he's at the top of his game and, and still 
um, you know, still playing really, really good cricket. Phil, I suspect that there's a little more to his comments than just you know, his freshness and, and will to become a better player from the point of view of the, the physicality of it. Just watching him move these days, I mean, and you would know from your time spent with him at New South Wales, I mean, is there hip and back issues that you know may not allow him to get better? So it's not actually what's going on between his ears. It's more the, the pain he's got to put up with to, to be as good as he is. He has had back history. Uh, back history has, you know, has been well documented. He's missed the odd game here and there um, for his back as well. But I think he's still physically going pretty well, Simon. I think, um, you know, like I think he, he's extremely diligent with that. He he um, he looks after himself pretty well. But yeah, you just don't know what's going going on, um, you know, behind closed doors with with his with his back and with with the rest of his uh, body. But um, I think from from all reports, he's still managing pretty well. Um, you know, he's been consistent and playing playing regularly. Um, but yeah, we'll just see. Like a, it's a it's a really interesting one. I know he's I know he's bought some property in the US. I think that that'll be probably where I'll end up at some point. Um, you know, he 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 loves it over there. I like he, I think he likes being anonymous um, in in the in the US. Um, you know, in New York and being able to do his own thing. And you know, maybe. Yeah, maybe he just wants to wants to be normal and um, and be able to enjoy his life. Phil, I've been fascinated this year to see a guy so late in his career basically turn his technique inside out. So they've found a flaw in the technique and getting out too much down the leg side and I, I've got not enough options when you know, I'm playing the pull shot and the hook shot. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm now going to stand still and, and literally change his technique uh, you know, 50, if not 60% from where it, it was. I find that phenomenal to be able to then come out and play the way he has. How do you view that? Uh, I think that's what makes Steve such a great player is his problem-solving ability. Um, you know, he's identified an issue in his game that he wanted fixing. And, and you know, he, I think the sign of a world-class batter is being able to stay on top of what the bowler is trying to do to you. And, there was a common thread of how bowlers were trying to bowl at Steve and how they were trying to slow him down. And, you know, he just went out and said, right, this is what I need to do to, to stay on top of that um, and open up an area of, the, of his game that he really wanted to be able to score better in. Um, and, you know, he's gone out and done that. And then, you know, to see him mid-innings actually just sort of go back to what he was doing a little bit as well when the ball started to move a bit um, from Jansen around the wicket. Like, I think... You know that's that's a sign of a good player. Just being able to adapt on the run and um, and and be able to say, right, this is how I need to play on this wicket against this bowler, against how they're trying to get me out. And um, yeah, phenomenal. He's a phenomenal talent. There's no two ways about it. He does things very different to a lot of other batters, but you know you cannot you cannot fault him for for his problem solving ability and how um, you know how he has a a real knack of of working out what is his best method to score runs. Talking to former Australian opener Phil Jakes, big part of the SEN Test Cricket commentary team for this third test between Australia and South Africa. Um, there's a lot of talk about the wicket going in, Phil, that it was more like a, an old-school SCG pitch, will, which will take some turn. And yet, from what you've seen so far, it's a bit hard to tell with the South African spinners. Not Maharaj big, isn't turning yet. <laughs> I'm going to say they're big, not big turners <laughs> of the ball, but uh, is the pitch doing much? Is it going to suit Nathan Lyon and, and Ashton Agar as the game goes on? 
Yeah, you never judge a weekend until both sides have had a go on it. That's for sure. Mm. Um, I think uh, I think Lyon will definitely get some bounce. Um, I think the fact that it's been undercover uh, and we've had a, a quite a few rain delays, I think, has probably kept a bit of that freshness still in the wicket. Um, it did look it did look dry, um, and I think the wind yesterday would have dried it out further. Um, you know, however, like the the wear and tear or the amount of time on it just hasn't happened yet because of the amount of amount of time we've lost. Um, I think it will spin 100%. And I think Lyon will de- definitely get more out of it than the two spinners that we saw yesterday. Um, you know, even Harmer, I thought, you know, had a had a couple to Usman that really turned and bounced. Um, you know, Maharaj, probably not the biggest turner, as, as we just mentioned there. <laughs> um, you know, the poor bloke, he, said, he got his first wicket yesterday, which was... Which was uh, which was great uh, for him. Unfortunately, it's at 260 a piece this series. Um, but uh, yeah, like yeah, we'll just see how how it goes once Nathan Lyon has the ball in the hands. But yeah, I think Australia ideally would have would have liked to have had a bit more wear and tear on it before they start bowling. But um, as the as the time runs out in the game, they're going to need to to get out there and bowl sooner rather than later. And Phil, the the, the pitch itself, as it does go on. Oh, you know, I can't remember a, a raging turner for a, a long time at the SCG. Uh, you know, it didn't need the footmarks back 10 and 15 years ago. It, it just seemed to be a surface that, that gripped the cricket ball. But these days, it, it looks more a, a surface that, that does need that wear and tear. It, it's not gripping the cricket ball and, and spinning as much as, you know, a, a, a decade ago. Yeah, I mean... The amount the amount of turn you get at the SCG is generally how much exposed soil there is, mm. um, and you either expose the soil by by ripping it up with your spikes or it's starting that way. Um, this one had some patchy bits, um, but they were a little bit wider. Um, and I think just looking at the footmarks yesterday, the South Africans were were definitely getting off the wicket quite fast, and there weren't a lot of there wasn't a lot of wear and tear down the good part of the wicket. Um, I thought. And I'm interested in having a look at the wicket today, this morning, because I thought the more the spinners bowl on it, I actually thought that that might actually impact on on how much uh, the footmarks start to play, play a part because of the fact that the spinners are just going to be on that wicket a little bit more. Um, in saying that, yeah, like we, we haven't seen any real rages in test cricket for a long time at SCG, but we've had a couple in um, in recent times in Shield cricket, particularly the one just leading into Christmas. It, it really turned and bounced. They did try and leave a bit more exposed soil around the creases, and that was something that they were trying to bring in for this test. And I think it—I ha- think they've got it right. Like the the wicket in the middle um, has played, re- you know, played quite well. Good, good to bat on, which has always been a feature of the SCG. Um, and then you know the ends—it is starting to turn a little bit. So in a, in a, effectively, you know, we haven't had a heap of cricket on it yet. So I think had we had had two full days on it, I think it would be turning a lot more than it is at the moment. But um, there's still just an, enough signs there to, to think that Lyon will, um, you know, and Agar will play a part in the game. Phil, uh, Keep th- an eye on Maharaj. <laughs> Phil, thanks for your time. We look forward to hearing you with the rest of the team from 9 o'clock this morning. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Our chat with Phil. All thanks to Werribee Izuzu Ute. Upgrade your old Ute into a D-Max. Now they're paying top dollar for trade-ins.